right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. This is DJ Pie sitting in for Mr. Solomon uh, for reasons that will become clear uh, shortly here. We have a fantastic interview uh, that myself and Tron conducted with uh, Jim Herman, which who was a, an unexpected guest. We didn't know anything about Jim Herman until we happened to have dinner with him uh, a couple couple weeks ago now in Los Angeles. We kind of heard his whole life story and were a little bit blown away by it, so we wanted to... Uh, Make every effort during a very weird Players' Championship week uh, to have him on the podcast. So Jim was nice enough to come over to the house and sit down with us for what turned into a a pretty lengthy chat about his background. And uh, he's one of those guys that you see on the leaderboard every now and again. And I feel like most people just literally don't know much about him. And uh, I was in that same camp until a few weeks ago and wanted to rectify the situation for all the fine listeners out there. So uh, we'll get to Jim in just a moment. But before we do, our friends at Callaway Golf would like to, again, remind you to regularly wash your hands. I, th- I feel like this goes without saying, but regularly wash your hands. Stay away from close contact with other people. Coronavirus absolutely bucking its head. And uh, hopefully you've absorbed that information by now. Uh, Callaway was nice enough over the last few episodes to uh, issue some some nice CDC statements. But we're going to move on. We're going to move on to uh, some different information. And we're going to talk about the 2020 Chrome Soft Golf Ball, which I'm told uh, our, our own Tron Carter had a chance to play with this week uh, before all the golf courses got locked into quarantine. I believe Jack's Beach Muni is still open, but, you know, hopefully... Uh, practicing some responsible social distancing out there. Uh, we have some very non-specific but very glowing quotes from Tron that he sent to the Callaway guys who happened to write this ad copy. Tron had reported that the ball was going, quote, a tad farther with the short to mid irons, end quote. Notice that Tron says farther, not further. You know, good grammar is a, a, a big tenant of the TC way. And that also the ball was, quote, cutting through the wind a bit more, end quote. Uh, they also report that Tron uh, added that he was, quote, playing like, and then there was a, an expletive that was deleted, but I, I don't think we can blame that on the golf ball, uh, end quote there, by the way. Uh, you know, this is, Tron was supposed to be here for this ad read. They, they kind of said, you know, do you want, Tron, do you have any other further observations, or should I then tell the listeners about the massive investment in Callaway's Massachusetts golf ball plant? I assume Tron was going to say, yeah, go ahead and talk about the golf ball plant. And then I was going to say that investment has enabled Callaway to reconstruct and produce the ball in ways that make it faster and longer than before while maintaining characteristic great feel and short game control. And by the way, the 2020 Chrome Soft is now available with triple track technology. Find out more about the new Chrome Soft 2020 at CallawayGolf.com. And without further ado, let's get into our conversation with Jim Herman. It is Players' Championship Week. I don't know when this is going to air, but it's... Uh, a hectic Players' Championship week for many, many reasons, but uh, the NLU crew is spread all across North Florida right now, so I am in the kill house with uh, my associate, Tron Carter. Tron, how are you? Hello, DJ. And with a guy who is currently sitting at, I believe, T6 in the yeah. Players' Championship, Mr. Jim Herman. James, how are you? That's good to be here. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. So we just found out the, uh, the Players' Championship is going to be played uh, with no fans the rest of the week. Are you, uh, you know, is, is that going to be a change for you? Are you, are you, uh, do you have experience playing with, playing with no fans or, or what? What's the situation? Lots, lots of experience with no fans. <laughs> I mean, mini tours, club professional events, it's, uh, you know, the bottom barrel. So a so, lot of experience with that. So the only reason I say that and throw in an unnecessary barb to start is that we heard 
probably the the three hour version of your uh, of your backstory when we were out in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago. I had absolutely no background on you, your your history, your path to the PJ Tour, your path as a professional golfer, any of that. And it was a story that blew me away. Tron, fill in the gaps there. What was your takeaway? Yeah, I think it was a four hour discussion we had. <laughs> it was over, a long dinner, wasn't <laughs> it? Actually, dinner the dinner on Sunday night when I first right. got in and then ran it back and kind of heard it again. Uh, and it was even more interesting the second time. I was yeah. absolutely blown away. I can get long winded. <laughs> no, no, it was. <laughs> I, I think we were, we were, yeah, more than one of the couple. <laughs> I was not feeling good the next day. But it was, it was something where it was like, I just keep drawing stuff out of you. And I was like, oh my gosh, like there's, there's another layer to this. There's yeah, another. It's so many levels and, um, you know, it's, uh, everyone has a long journey. You know, there's very few of us that make it right away and have success. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm like so many of us out here. Um, my story's a lot different, but a lot of us, you know, struggle. Mm-hmm. The struggle is real. Well, what was, what was funny for me was we were sitting there. I knew you're from Cincinnati. I knew, I mean, candidly, like I knew, oh yeah, he's, he's the Trump guy. I think he's got the Trump logo. I, I think I remember that. Beyond that, I didn't really know. So I was like, yeah, Jim, why don't you kind of, you know, how did you get here to the the Genesis Invitational from yeah. Cincinnati? Yeah. And you started filling in the details and it made stops. It was a trip that made stops in Australia and it made stops in uh, work picking ranges and doing all these different things. And it was just really cool. So without building it up too much, why don't we start at the beginning? Who are you? Where did you grow up? Uh, and how did you get introduced to the game of golf? I guess we'll start there. Sure. Well, I got introduced with my uh, father, my dad, um, and my brother. So, um, you know, I, I was uh, just growing up on the west side of Cincinnati into baseball, basketball, soccer. And then, hey, my dad's going out for a round of golf. And my brother's six years older than I am. And uh, he would go with him uh, every every so often. And I was like, I want to go. And he wouldn't let me go. I want to go. You can't go. You know, I don't, don't want to screw up your, your pitching uh, grip, your pitching stats, your, your, your baseball swing. He always said, like, come on, Dad, I want to go. So eventually just – we went and uh, hit it around uh, Shawnee Lookout Golf Course and uh, public course in deep west side of uh, Cincinnati and uh, somehow got the uh, the bug. You know, just kept practicing at it. Got away from playing with my dad all the time just to be playing by myself. And, you know, just got better and better. And uh, that led into junior golf and high school golf and college golf. And can't just skip all over. When skip, did the switch go on for you? Um, where you, you really you kind of transitioned from baseball to golf? I'd say, you know, just that junior golf period. I'm not into high school yet. A couple of years before, before high school baseball, I was not growing. I was just going to be a uh, middle infielder, right field. So I, there was not going to be a future for me in in baseball. Tried for the high school team, didn't make it. But I didn't make the golf team my my freshman year either. So uh, I went to the Probably, you know, a lot of the people in town will argue what the best high school in Cincinnati is, but uh, I always feel like St. X was the best high school in, in town. Um, I'll agree with you. My dad went there. Is that right? Would <laughs> yeah. Randy argue that? Where does uh, Randy fit uh, into all this? Rand, Randy wants a small little Marymont over oh, on the okay. east side. This is power. You, These you are know, power the power school. You're probably getting arguments from people on Moeller, Elder, yeah. X, maybe Bacon. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Talk to me about not making the. The golf team. Sure. That's a Michael Jordan story. Well, <laughs> I mean, trying out for, there was no freshman team. It was just going out for the uh, reserve. So, you know, it was just based off off our junior golf scores. And, you know, the, the city junior classic, I think, was held at. Geez. It should be mentioned, too, that there's, it's an all-male school of, 
like 2,000 guys. So yeah, you, got, gotcha. you got a big, big sure. pool of people. Big pool. Big pool, you know, big pool of guys coming from Hyde Park and uh, the east side of town playing all the Now we're the good speaking clubs. Randy's yeah. language here. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sure I would have made the team if I went to Elder. My dad went to Elder. My uncle went to Elder. Um, we were an Elder family. But my uh, my grandfather, he went to X, and uh, he steered my brother to X, and then I followed with him. So um, that freshman year was rough. Um, didn't make the soccer team, didn't make golf in the fall. Tried out for basketball, never intention to really felt like I was gonna make basketball, but tried out, got cut. And then baseball, you know, in the spring, that was uh, heartbreaking, not making golf and then not making the baseball team. That was a tough freshman year. So failed at all, <laughs> all attempts at uh, high school sports. So after that first year, it was like, maybe we made the wrong decision. It was great, great academically school, but, uh, um, you know, playing some sports was definitely wanted to play sports in high school and uh, to strike out at all and all phases was pretty rough. And then got back at it, played really good that next year, uh, that next summer. Junior so golf. Did you just dive into golf after you had yeah, kind of no teams much, to play on? Yeah, pretty much everything else was, you know, it's just individual. So just, just golf. So it was like fight or flight. Yeah. Chose to fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, made the team sophomore year. So, and there we go. Uh, senior, we'll move it up to senior year. We have, five uh, seniors and we won the state championship so pretty good path were um, you the number one player by that point uh, i'd say i was number two yeah my good friend matt starman he was uh number one on the team he, he deserved it he, he finished higher at me at state uh medalist more than i did and uh but he went to x x uh university xavier university and i went to cincinnati so one of the things that, that kind of blew me away at dinner was you know not to keep painting you as as like the little engine that could or, or the guy who overcame these uh, obstacles and stuff. But yeah. I remember you talking about, you know, your parents not to their, you know, not to, to blame them or anything, but like they weren't junior golf parents. Right. No. And so you're, you're qualifying for these tournaments and uh, you know, I just, I sure. think you know what I'm referencing. Like sure. talk, talk to me about some of that. Yeah. We're new. We did not know anything about the golf circuit. My, my brother was not in the, the junior golf circuit. My sister was not. And, um, you know, it was just new experiences. We just thought everything was local in Cincinnati and that was it, you know, and then go up to NCR trying to qualify for the optimist to go to San Diego. I never made it, but it would have been interesting if I would have qualified, if we would have gone, you know, just would, I'm sure it would have been like, I don't know. I don't think this is, um, the right thing or it was just so new, new yeah. to us, or it was a new experience. And, um, I don't know if my parents knew exactly the path that uh, some of this junior golf, and especially now, I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a tour, it's a, a job, basically, right? right? You know, you, these parents like turn into agents almost. It seems yeah. like so. It was just that was what we played in the summer. You know, it was golf and still playing the the other sports in the fall and in the spring. So it it wasn't that big a deal. Are you playing but, with a group of friends at that point? Like, do you have a solid group of friends on the west side that you're you're meeting up with and um, Tuesday afternoons and playing with all summer? Or? Not, not really. It was um, uh, not until high school, you know, that I started playing a lot more. Or that summer, leading into freshman year, when I started meeting the other guys that mm -hmm. were going to X, and uh, um, and then that continued the other summers through high school. Then we then we were playing a lot. But uh, going into that, no, I, I mean I knew everybody, but didn't have my own little group or anything. So it was just go out with my father or he'd drop me off and just play on my own. So, so when you move on to college, are you, are you attending college with the uh, aspirations of playing professionally? Are you trying to get a scholarship? Are you trying, what are you, what are you trying to do? Yeah, I, I went to uh, university of Cincinnati. It was a, 
I don't like to slight people, but I was going to go to X. Um, <laughs> someone didn't go to X, or someone didn't get a scholarship uh, somewhere else, and they ended up going to X, and it wasn't Matt. But uh, my partial of a partial of a partial was pulled, and uh, <laughs> uh, it was going to be a lot of money, and uh, we, we thought Cincinnati was the, the, the right uh, direction to go. Um, I knew the new incoming coach. He was a USGA official in Cincinnati, ran the Greater Cincinnati Golf Association. Um, really good guy, and I just wanted to be, you know, work with him. So we, we went to Cincinnati, and uh, no, I mean, to say in four years you're going to win five times individually, all right, maybe, but and then you're going to turn pro and move to Florida and be on the tour however many years after that. I don't think that was ever a, a uh, reality or Going back, your your college coach, you had met him. I think I remember you telling a story. You qualified for yeah, the USGA the US, event. US Junior Am. Where was that? Uh, that was at in Fargo, North Dakota. And, uh, yeah, I qualified at Cincinnati Country Club. Going to be my first USGA event. Obviously. What year was that? Uh, 95. So you were going into what year yeah, of high school? My, uh, senior year. Senior year, okay. And uh, that would be my first flight. Had never flown and. My mom and dad put me on the plane and said, good luck. So that was just get back to the, yeah. you know, they had no idea of the, uh, I guess, the magnitude or just Coach Rice was going to be there. He's, he was going to take care of me and uh, I was going to go play. So I had a nice host family up there as well. And it was a, it was a great experience. And I mean, I was not prepared. <laughs> How'd you play? Yeah, what was <laughs> I shot 80, 80, I think, <laughs> you know, missed the cut, missed, missed match play. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to Charles Howell a lot. He was there, played really well. There was a bunch of other guys that were the, at, at that junior am. Was and that Matt Kuchar was there? And was that like your first kind of oh shit moment? Like this is whoa, these guys yeah. are taking it very seriously. Yes. What, what did you notice, Cincinnati? From, yeah. This what is, did you notice about that, or what was what do you remember about that? Well, just the way they could hit shots, and you know, at, it, it, at our level, you shoot par, you were you know medalist easily on a nine hole match at courses we're playing all the mm -hmm. time. You know, you break forty. And you're counting for sure. So <laughs> it's uh, it was just, you know, all right, if I can get it under 80, I'm going to be See what happens. a decent yeah. week. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just had no chance, no chance at uh, making that uh, match play. So what was the transition to college like? A lot of confidence after we won state and then going to UC. I, I made the traveling team right away, and I ended up playing at every every event in my four years. Was that CUSA? At that point, we were Conference USA. I think all four. Okay, I don't know. I don't know the timeline because we were Great Midwest, Conference USA, and then Big East. I think it was CUSA the whole time. So that was nice um, traveling. That was great experiences. I had some really good teammates. Uh, some I stay in contact with now, and uh, had a lot of good trips and good experiences. Our coach was he was not a uh, teacher of golf he was a mentor and uh, life lessons life lessons for sure so <laughs> was that ever frustrating I mean did you ever need a coach I didn't have any experience with a coach so this seemed right in line with with my yeah, progression out yourself, right, right right exactly did you always have a strength like a particular strength in the game or not really I would think I've all I guess I've always drove it pretty well but my my game changed so much as it should but it was with no watchful eye you know there was no changing with a direction it was how did I feel and what was I looking at on video 
on the TV, on books and magazines and changing my swing. I was a fader, then a drawer, then a now uh, it was more of like a hook and a slice and then it was a fade and a draw so just getting it back and then eventually it got to be pretty straight so um just figured it out my high school coach she was a great lady miss uh, joan whitaker um she was our my math teacher as well algebra great lady we stay with her at hilton head um still keeping t- contact with her She's a great lady were you a good math student uh, i don't i i guess but not <laughs> not I'm a better golfer than I am a student. I'll just say that. Getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but do you feel more ownership over your swing now because of growing up that way? Or yeah. do you feel like, let me ask another question would be how, you know, when did you start working with a coach? When was, if, if you even do. Sure. Um, I'd say my full swing is, is mine. I've really never had too many tweaks. I work with a short game coach, Bill Davis at uh, Abacoa in uh, Jupiter. We've been together the last six years or so. I was good enough to get to the tour, and it took me a while to get to the tour, but um, as we'll get into, <laughs> but I wasn't good enough to uh, keep my card, yeah. or really contend. And he helped me take my game to the next level. So, what, so. what's that like when you're struggling or when you're close but not quite breaking through, and and there's nobody except yeah. yourself to figure it sure. out? Sure. Well, you just go hit more balls, right? <laughs> it's the ball tells you what you need to know. Yeah, I mean that's it, to the dirt, yeah. right? Go hit more balls. Like in high school and college, you just hit and play. Just go play, and you'll figure it out. What uh, what percentage of guys on tour would you say have the, a similar uh, approach? Similar Not zero. Then, similar then yeah. or similar no, now? No, similar now. Uh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. There's there's definitely a lot more eyes on us now. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely guys that just like to play golf, and they'll figure it out. Going back to college, and I remember you telling that story about – uh, your college coach, you guys, I, I think you were down in Houston or something. We were in Houston, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we had we had rules. We didn't have uh, too many. Well, his main rule was there are no rules except <laughs> you're going to try some new food. So that was it. We were in Galveston, and uh, he ordered up a dozen oysters, and everyone's got to have one. Whether you <laughs> like them or not, you're going to have one. So he was all into where we are, trying new cuisine, um, trying the local fare, what get out of we were all i think all of us were from ohio or southwestern ohio cincinnati directly so we didn't have much we weren't uh, that diverse i'll say that so we had to get out and try new things and that and one gentleman would not would not do the oyster try the oyster and you need to do it i'm not doing it <laughs> that went on for about five ten minutes and he didn't do it and then he didn't play too much after that so, <laughs> <laughs> so i love that so. seriously <laughs> that's true story so. <laughs> we had we he didn't have any rules except you got to try try something new that's I mean, it, it wasn't just oysters it was sushi it was you know wherever we went we tried something new so. escargot yeah well, yeah yeah steak tartare <laughs> Brussels uh, sprouts. i don't, but it was I don't know what the follow-up there is like do you think that helped you in any way well <laughs> by the end of four years i mean yeah it was you're a citizen of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can't <laughs> well, just eat big. We didn't, you know, um, I don't think we followed every NCAA rule. I don't know if they <laughs> can get us now. You're probably out of the statute of limitations I think, I think now. We're clear. Honestly, I think they got a lot of other shit that they're dealing <laughs> with this week. So I think you're probably okay. So, what, uh, what was the most far-flung college event you guys played? Well, we played a men's team and uh, on spring break, uh, like the men's club team at Port Royal in Bermuda. 
Okay. Whoa. That was kind of off the yeah. rail. <laughs> no doubt. Is that who, have, who are we playing? Uh, we're just playing the men's club team. So. <laughs> Is that, that where they have weird. the tour event? Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty Royal. sweet. So, yeah, I've been to Bermuda in college, and uh, I didn't play this year, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely go back. Was that just part of the life lessons tour? Yeah. From your exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I know a guy in Bermuda. Let's go over there. Yeah. Did you make you wear the shorts with the socks? Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, that would have been great. That seems like we'd be yeah. right in, in with, his, yeah. with his ethos. Yeah. I did go back with my wife this past summer, and Wolfie went, and uh, his wife, and we had a wonderful three days. It was so quick. But I did go out in the shorts and long socks <laughs> and a sport coat. Oh, yeah. I did it fully. It's, a, it's an interesting interesting vibe. Interesting look. Any success in college as far as the amateur circuit while you're in college? Or is it mostly just, just collegiate event focused? Yeah, just collegiate local stuff in, in Cincinnati. I won the... Um, Cincinnati met the amateur championship there. Where was that? That was at uh, Coldstream and won that in 2000. So my after my senior year, uh, I'd been runner up sophomore year, I think. And, uh, Trying so to crack this beer really quietly. Yeah, I'm sorry. No <laughs> success at uh, the USAM uh, qualifier. Played at Camargo. Just you know, obviously that was the only time I was playing Camargo was yeah. uh, during the qualifier. So uh, had zero access to that growing up. And none in the pub links either. I know the pub links has gone away, but I uh, uh, never qualified for that either. So no U.S. Opens at this time. I'd qualified through MAC. I don't know if I did until I turned pro. I don't think I was in a sectional as an amateur. Which we'll talk so, about MAC yeah. to you uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. On. We'll definitely get to that. Um, and on so, and then as far as your college career, was there just a steady progression? You just yeah, kept getting just better each better. year? You know, you you win some, that's good. You know, but I'm, I wasn't the fields that, uh, you know, that that we you want to brag about. You're a pretty humble guy. How many times did you win? Uh, five college? times. Okay. Five individual events, and you know, one in Princeton and uh, Xavier's tournament. That was nice. Winning XU's tournament, definitely, definitely so, nice. So leaving college, what's your mindset? What are you look, looking to do? Yeah, I mean, I played really well that summer in 2000. I wish I would have gone to Q school, turned pro, and went to Q school right away. Uh, I won the City Am, another celebrity amateur of and pros event. I won both the amateur and the pro division, but I couldn't accept the money in the pro. And then I won my first pro event, I, or the Southern Ohio Open. I was at Four Bridges and Heritage, I believe. I was really playing well, I guess. I don't, you know, I had nothing else to compare it to than just where I was playing at the time. That would have been nice to go to Q school that fall, but I turned pro. I was working at Miami Whitewater, assistant pro there, and trying to get a plan together of what to do and how to do it. And met up with some really nice people on the um, from Riber Sports Management, Birch Riber, who's a legend in in the uh, golf world. He just passed. It was sad to hear. Um, and talking to my mom and dad and my grandfather, like you know. I, I think I want to play professional golf. How am I going to do this? You know, we had to raise, raise some money to get me to Florida. But, you know, I, I think later back, I think Harry, who we mentioned earlier, my dad had ran into him, I think, in that fall. And I think he was trying to convince Harry to tell me to not to go. Yeah. You know, I think he, I think you should just stay here and, and work at uh, work at the club here. I don't, you know, I don't, is he good enough, Harry, to make it on tour? Or, so. That was uh, an what did, interesting. What did you think at that time? <laughs> well, my dad, uh, I don't think he told me that, but uh, he was very positive with me, and uh, I think I, I think I was, but I, you know, I don't know. 
you know, when you don't have much access to all you do is watch and golf. You always think you're just as good as everyone who's playing. So was life going to be in golf regardless of if it was tour or I think so. Club I, pro, or you know, yeah. what was so. your major finance? But, okay. uh, that would, like I said earlier, I was not the best <laughs> student. I was definitely into golf was, uh, my focus and yeah. it, it showed. So I've got, uh, I've got a little work to do to get my degree. Well, you so. mentioned you're, you're an assistant pro. Was that like an official assistant pro? Did you do the yep. PAT? You did yep. all, all that Passed stuff? Passed my PAT yeah. and, uh, in the fall of 2000. And uh, Was it nerve-wracking? Very nerve-wracking. Oh, was it really? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what did you got to shoot, like 81, 81 Drove down or to uh, Lexington, yeah. and that was the nearest one, and uh, got through no problem. And, uh, and then I had to take it again because I guess it ran out when I got back in the club business in 04. I had to take it again. So <laughs> You were telling a story nice. about... Uh, I don't know if it was picking the range or hitting balls back towards her. And, and that was how we'd practice at the time. And a new guy came in and said, who the hell is this guy <laughs> out here hitting the balls? Well, my my boss at the time who uh, um, worked for Harry, Steve Weider, he's a he's a good friend. He does a lot of my – he does the uh, my ball marker, POTUS ball marker uh, Twitter handle. He's he's a history teacher now mm-hmm. in, in South Florida. He would let me get away with a lot of things because I'm – I just want to play golf. And right. I got to wash carts and, you know, do all that, pick the range, but I want to play golf. So I'd be picking the range and you got to get the balls off the, off the hill. You can't take the picker on the hill up on the greens. And so I'd just be, no one's on the range hitting. So I'm hitting them myself, just following their directions, hit them off, but they didn't say hit full swings. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then our boss, the, the director of all the park district came through and he's out there, looking out the back window and he goes and gets Steve. He's like, Steve, what? And I can curse here. You no. did say Steve, whatever, what yeah. in the hell is he doing? <laughs> and Steve's like, I'll go get him right away, sir. Right away. And he comes out there. Hermie, you're going to get my ass fired. <laughs> Getting that picker and let's go. He uh, said, Hey, I got to, I got to hit him off the hill. Yeah, exactly. 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 So. He had to get ready for Augusta. That's, uh, you never know how things lines. work out, but I mean, I, I enjoyed working there. I enjoyed every step along the way. I've, that wouldn't be my last time in a in a picker or in, in the golf business. So, so that was yeah. Two, so that takes that us to Florida, right? Yeah, I moved to Florida. When you say uh, like we had to raise some money to get you to move to Florida, what does that mean? Well, we were gonna play. I was gonna play the Golden Bear Tour in, in June of '01. So sixteen thousand buy-in, pretty much. We were playing for our own money. One hundred and fifty-six mini tour. Want right. to be want to be tour pros or putting their own money up. So it's basically a thousand bucks an event yep. for entry, yep. and then I don't know the finances. Who was getting the the big cut of it? I don't know what how much we were playing for of our own money and right. all the fees and everything else. But it was like thirty grand first place, so not you know it's pretty pretty big money for tour um, mini tours yeah. and stuff. So did that for four years and Q schools. Um, so oh one two three and four made enough playing Golden Bear to pay for Q school, pay for the next year's entry fee and, and I was working at the PJ Village as well for a place to play. We were played we played many of the events at those courses um in Port St. Lucie. That was where you went down first and foremost. Yep. You got there. How'd you get there? How'd you end up there? Uh well Steve Wider, who was at the club I was at, um, he went down and started working there. He was an assistant for the PJ of America there and I knew he was there and it was like all coming together. I'm gonna go stay with him. He had to get rid of his roommate who was taking a new job, so I slept on his couch for the first month, and then I got my own room, and I stayed with him for two years. So, um, But, yeah, Steve Wider, his couch was uh, 
We call it butter. It's so. it's essential. Yeah, a good year out there. Like you know, oh one to five. Are you are you knocking off a couple Had wins in these? Or no wins. Know? I did not win. You know, obviously you're. It's very heavily skewed toward the win too. Right? It the is. Person. It is. So I, I know I didn't make money on the year doing the taxes. If I go back and look at that, <laughs> <laughs> but making enough to, I guess, do it again and keep the dream alive that's that's all you have in mini tour golf is how do i pay for the next event or q school so i can do this again so that was it four years of q school heartbreak i, I was mean, gonna say how, how was q yeah. school going like are you, are you getting my close year, in q school? my first year in 01 was the closest i ever was until i made it through um that's i mean i always made it through first stage no problem um uh, but second stage it's all right i have a tour card or i have a Nationwide tour card, web.com, Corn Ferry, or you have nothing if you don't get through. That's what people so. don't realize, I don't think, is like the yes. second stage is, is second what people stage. will say is the most stressful right. thing. Is I that, mean, yeah, if you miss it first stage, at least you were, right. all right, I'm, I'm not close. I'm not. Yeah. I got some I, stuff to work I got, on. I, you know what you get. But at second, you're, you could be on the tour if these next couple holes, holes go well and you play well at finals, or you're back in the pro shop, back on the mini tours, back right. doing whatever you were doing this year. You got to do again. And were you a scoreboard watcher? Like, did you know exactly where you stood? Well, the good thing about this was there's no scoreboards at that time. Mm-hmm. There was no, no scoreboards, e-balls, no cell phones. No, no, no nope, yeah. nothing. Are you so. playing over in Brooksville or, or which, um, which site? Dade City. Okay. Yeah. What was that? Um, Brooksville was the more recent. Uh, okay. Lake Javita. Okay. Lake yeah, yeah. Javita. And Orange County National. Yep. Those sites of horrors you know. <laughs> my wife there's been a lot of people whose <laughs> whose careers have been nuked at those places my wife yeah. is we've driven back from the west side of florida with nothing but the ohio state michigan it would end on a saturday and it was usually that november ohio state michigan would be playing that afternoon and we'd be silence, silence <laughs> listening to the so game. what what happened that year what was you, uh, you close yeah my first q school my first second stage just gag it coming in i was well within the number with three or four holes to go and plug it in a bunker, make a double on a short par three, just nerves. I was so nervous. I mean, <laughs> nothing's ever prepared me for this. you know. So I was very nervous and missed by a shot. Heartbreak. Nothing. So, so no status, no anything. No, nothing. Go so you're back, back, you're back right. to the pro at shop. At least you're like, all right, I can – I can do you this. You see the yeah. light. You're like, I'm all close. right, I, yeah. I think I'm close. So, but there's no... There's more hope than doubt at yes, that point. exactly. So go back to another year, 2002. Go to get through first stage, go to second stage, miss. Close? Close. They were all close. Yeah. And I don't think I ever really was out of it, you know, just there to fill the time or anything. Sure. So I don't remember this. I remember year one and then a year the one I got through. So, But those four... And then after the fourth one, it was like, uh, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'll go to Q school, but I'm not doing this whole year. This year was the like last do or, four do years. Or die. It's like, all right. And, and that's where everyone, that's what happens. Guys get fed up or they yeah. quit and run out of money. And well, that's what I was going to say is not to pry too much, but uh, I mean, paint a picture of what that's like financially. I mean, are you. Uh, you're, like working, you're working. You're working. I know, working. but I mean, is right. it is it a, racking up there's credit a, card there's bills? A, yeah, is, there, is it credit card? Is there is it? There's a hundred bucks in the bank account. Is it? What's the? I mean, what's the situation? Yeah, I definitely ran up a little debt on the card. So, and then you got to call home. Hey, I'm <laughs> my credit card's not looking too good. God, that seems like it would add <laughs> so much fucking stress when you're when you're trying to make putts, yeah. like yeah. coming down the coming down the stretch, right? I mean, right. I, I, do you think about that kind of stuff when you're playing tournaments and stuff, or no? 
Pretty, or are you good at separating? Line is if you don't think about it. Yeah. You think about everything when you're playing golf. In the midst of all that, did <laughs> that's what I think about everything when I'm playing golf, everything. and there's nothing yeah. on the line. Did you still feel like your game was progressing each year, or was it? Yes, but it, it's it was always a it's results you're based. In or out. And how, yeah. I mean, yeah, there how was do you only, that? and there's plenty of guys that never made it. And, yeah, you know, and that were plenty good enough, and I just figured I was going to be in that boat. Got into the club business and started assistant pro at the PJ Village right there where I was um, working. Bud Taylor hired me, and uh, he was a great man. And I uh, got to play, played section events, South Florida section. Are you just cleaning up? And I just played well. the hell out of the <laughs> other well. section pros. Yeah, played well. So that was it. I wasn't, you know, I played Which really is well. Kind of decent money, right? It can be. It can you, be. You yeah. got to win the. You got to win the events. You got to yeah. get in. You got to get your membership, and you have to be, you know, qualifying for the. Uh, National assistance, your state open, and then the club professional championship. Which I would think there's probably a lot of good club pros down there as well. Yeah, definitely a guys. Section. A lot of guys. Yeah, or a lot of guys splitting time between there and and up east, or is it? Yes, yes, definitely a north and south going on. Um, not so much because in the section you have to pick which one you're going to play. Yeah, in. Okay. and they would all pick the north because they're playing oh, yeah, in I the suppose. summer. So you'd, you'd see the northern guys come down in the winter, and you play golf with them and games with them. So, But four years of that. So it was two at the two in Florida. Then I got a call to – and I was still going to Q School. Missed yeah. again in 05. Close? 04, 05. Uh, yeah, they were oh, all, so that was they That was the fourth year? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. So this is my fifth year. These are all the second stage you're saying? Yeah. My wife and uh, when did you meet your wife? Along met her this? in '02. Okay, so pretty early on in the yeah. process. Then, so she's been there to see most of all <laughs> the progression. So, she and is she there. is she she knew the deal. She wasn't giving you an ultimatum like, "Hey, we gotta this is our no. year, or we gotta hang it up after this." No, she was there. She was along for the ride. Very supportive. You know, whatever I thought I want needed to do, she would she would help out. Deciding to go back to the club professional ranks was definitely based on the fact that we were engaged, and you know I think I had a few. I thought time, I time could, to retreat a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. The, the tour is still there. You know, there's nothing saying I can't get there. It's always Q school, no matter what I do from right. here, from this moment till next year. At this moment, you know, it doesn't have to be mini tours. And, and no. trying, I can get a you know a job, and so that's where I got into the club business again started there pat doing <laughs> teaching some lessons you, to, you got through your pat okay yeah, i did i did <laughs> i did a quick pause from the interview to also talk to you about our friends from original penguin original penguin has uh made possible our entire season of tour sauce season five we went to the carolinas if you haven't seen any of these episodes so far uh this this evening last night depending when you're listening to this tuesday nights we like to roll out all the episodes and this past week, we rolled out episode eight, which was uh, a triple header. We don't do this very much, but we did a divide and conquer episode that stretched out across uh, Pine Needles. Randy and Neil went over to Pine Needles. Uh, Tron and Solly, the C-suite, went over to the very classy Mid Pines in North Carolina. And myself and our young hitter, Justin Huber, went out to Southern Pines, is the Muni, uh, right outside the, the gates of the Pinehurst Resort. And all you can see all that action in Tour Sauce Season 5, Episode 8, presented by Original Penguin. Solly wanted me to mention that they have these great cotton shorts that have been making his uh, his quarantine all, all that much more comfortable. Good news for all NLU listeners. If you would like to order anything from Original Penguin, e-commerce you know, has never been hotter in the streets than it is these past few days. Uh, OriginalPenguin.com slash NLU30 will get you 30% off. Go check that out. Sign up for their 
newsletter, they will email you a one-time code uh, for 30% off on their shop. Without further ado, let's get back to the interview with Jim Herman. Was this in Florida? Or was this, this is in Florida. Okay. Yeah. So two years of that. Uh, we got married in 05. So I started working in 04 and 05. Um, married in 05, September of 05. Got a call from Mickey Gallagher in the fall or winter of, oh, I'd say, December, maybe it called. Actually, it was my college roommate, Tracy Mount. Um, he was working for Mickey at Maplewood Country Club in Maplewood, New Jersey. And Mickey mm-hmm. was getting the head pro job at Trump National in Bedminster. And Tracy was going to work for him. And then he took a job with Titleist. And he's like, Mickey, you got to call Jim. He's 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 through his level one. And, you know, he's a great player. But uh, he's getting into the golf business. He needs to get up here in New Jersey. That's where the money's to be made in the section. And, you know, if he wants to be a club professional, and you got to get him up here. And, right. Talked to Mickey and went up, interviewed, and got the job. So just married in o- September of 05. I left. Carolyn was teaching middle school science. Where's she from originally? Uh, Philadelphia. Okay. So it was an easy decision because her family was just an hour and 10 minutes from Bedminster, north of Philly there, and uh, took the job there. Two years of that. It, it, the first year went pretty quick, and then the second year slowed down a little bit but and are you up there year round as far as like winter and everything he was good uh he let me leave and do q school um so that was out uh in october so things slowed down pretty pretty quickly up there how'd that q school go versus so that was my first year after you know meeting the mr trump and the Mm -hmm. president and he gave me a lot of uh confidence but i still miss so it was kind of like all right you know here we are you know i'm definitely feeling like i've probably not going to make it after that sixth time and um and it was okay you know it was, it was close again but I felt like I had a job and a future so there was things that were a little different than the first few years um, it's not like tunnel vision just no, on the pro career no no I, I felt like I was one of the best pros playing pros in in New Jersey and it was in Florida so you know I'm somewhere in between I'm better than where I am, but I'm not good enough to get where I want to go. So. And are you using, like, say, the section events or, or that sort of thing to fund? Because, I mean, Q school is not cheap. Oh, no. Right? So are you using that to fund Yeah, Q salary, teach, year? just everything. Okay. And then I'm, members are the best. They <laughs> take care of their pros. They love – everyone wants skin in the game, yeah. I think. And I know the president gets a lot, most of the notoriety on on helping me out. And uh, but there's so many people along the way that have helped me. You know, in Cincinnati, in Florida, you know, that help pay for Q schools that don't get the uh, notoriety or recognition that I've told them. But you know, on shows like this or things like that, you can shout a few of them out yeah. if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then again at at uh, Bedminster, you know, there were definitely five, six, seven members that helped yeah. out, put in you know a thousand dollars here, a thousand dollars there to pay for Q school and you know so we kind of glossed over you mentioned you started working with Trump and he gave you a lot of confidence I mean talk to me about the that that meeting the, uh, yeah. the first time you met him and right. what, what that was like so you know that just that first spring Nikki's there he's like hey put your spikes on you know the, the boss is on his way out you and you and uh, Dean are gonna play Dean was the other assistant and I'm really good friends with Dean Candle he's a head professional at uh, St. David's in Philadelphia now and uh He's like, get your spikes on. You guys are ready to go. And uh, just really played well that first round with him. And uh, um, you said you made, you made like, you voted like three or four of the first. <laughs> few yeah. Holes so and- in normal Trump fashion, he 
hits you backhanded with his hand right on your shoulder, and he's like, you know, Jim, what are you, what are you doing here? You know, you should be on tour. I've played with tour players. You're, you know, just I've seen you for three holes. You're way better <laughs> than these holes. guys. Three holes, exactly. <laughs> so I got to be playing with him a lot, and he continued on that. You know, he always would talk me up. I had so much confidence when I'd play with him, and uh, he's it's your hype can, guy. <laughs> he is my hype guy for sure. Well, I mean, I've my two wins on tour. I've played with the president the week or two weeks before. So really, there is something to that. <laughs> Interesting. So. He knows that, and I know that, and a lot of other people know that. So the story gets kind of distilled down or oversimplified, probably when whenever it's it's mentioned as like an obligatory mention on the broadcast. But how did he impact your career? What's what's the kind of the story for of how he took you from where you are or where you were to kind of where you are? I guess. Yeah, I, I, it was still on me to get through. No, no. Yeah, that was money. that was way over overstated. On like, right. He didn't get you through Q school. No. He didn't get it. But I just mean financially. What was sure? The, the so I had to get through, and when I finally got through, he was there to write the checks for the nationwide tour at the time um three years you know paying 50 grand you know you don't you don't get that very often so right. he just kept you know salary plus more you know more than what i was making um you know just kept paying me to not be there and to be on the tour so be going on, going so back picked up travel expenses and it was just amazing that he would do that and he always would say you know jim sponsoring a golfer is the third worst investment <laughs> I or anyone could make. So just so you know, just so you know, <laughs> the first is a Broadway musical. The second is a heavyweight boxer, and the third's a aspiring touring <laughs> professional. So go do it. I would probably put thoroughbred horse up in that. <laughs> yeah, in that's that right. There, there too. too. So going back though, what um, you got from Jersey narrowly missed, and then the following year, that second year in second Jersey year. was the year you yep. played you well. Played well in section events. Just missed out on the Met Open twice. Uh, once won the assistance championship both years, played well in the national assistance in 06 and 07. And then going to Q school, maybe I was distracted. I went to a, um, tailor-made, um, staff professional, um, pro-am in Puerto Vallarta in between first stage and second stage. So I went from Puerto Vallarta to Houston. So maybe it was just a little bit of a Take party mind, off it. mind get away and, uh, we changed venues. There was terrible flooding. They seem to have that a lot in Houston. Yeah, um, it was supposed to be at Deerwood, and it moved to TPC Woodlands. And, uh, you know, I'm in good shape coming in down the stretch. I mean, fast forward to the last hole. I know uh, I know. we get back to the scoring. We have a really good feeling that bogey gets us through. So my caddy, who was uh, Danny Canale, he was the locker room attendant at, at the club at Bedminster, he had caddied while while before and he always he was the my biggest supporter the moment i got there i mean he he watched me hit balls once and i mean he was <laughs> you, you ever guy. make it I, I'm, I'm on the bag <laughs> yeah. i hit my second shot left of the green lake up on the right side cannot go in the lake obviously i put it up left of the green he runs over to the scoreboard while i'm lining up he's like yeah bogey's gonna make it bogey is good and i made bogey i mean <laughs> I, it's not like i made a par to make it easy but i i had and i actually had like a two and a half footer for for bogey so, so. this is oh six oh seven oh seven fall oh seven got through finally go to go to final stage and teen it up at panther lake and crooked cat in orlando God, i keep forgetting that this is yeah this is just to get it to final stage that was to get the final. So basically, yeah. you have nine years here that we're talking of between college and these five years, six, yeah. five years, six years of 
so. kind of working seven years. So 11 years now of just kind of being like, man, I, I'm pretty sure I'm good enough, but like, I just can't cross through. Like God, yep. it must be at the most frustrating in feeling. Houston too. You're playing at the 10 cup course, right? We were Is supposed Deer to. Wood Deerwood was. We we ended up oh, with the went rain. We went oh, to okay, the woodlands. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love Tin Cup. And then, I so how long of a gap between second stage and third stage? Uh, it was a couple of weeks. So did you go back up to Jersey? Um, no, back to Florida. Okay. We still are at our home in Florida. Okay. So back to Florida, getting ready and prepping, and then go there. And here we go, six it, rounds. And Yeah, so t- what was right. that like? It was just a n- another new experience. No way to really describe it other than all right at least i've made it did you feel freed up at all yeah for sure it, i've made it past you know the next checkpoint and i'm i'm here all right now let's go do it can we do the tour I, i'm sure i wouldn't have been ready and that's what i was gonna say but, is obviously for for clarity it's well before the changes were yeah. made and so if you finish the top 25 you're straight to the pj tour so we had like 70 75 spots to play with 25 right. for the tour and then another 50 for full full nationwide right full corn fairy tour card, which was great. I mean, there was no reshuffle. I mean, you got every start. If you're in, you're in. Yeah. You were, it was a fully exempt card, which was so different than they do it now. And, yeah. Uh, it's pretty difficult now. I mean, so much jockeying. I mean, you don't have time to breathe right. after four events. You're like, oh, am I out? Like, <laughs> so how'd it go? Uh, I finished 65th, I think. <laughs> so, Comfortably. Um, yeah. Was it starting quick and then holding on for dear um, life, or was it? No, it in. was just just sixty fifth, sixty fifth. You know, <laughs> staying in that area, just wherever. as stressful as possible. Right, right. It was never going to be easy. But I, I remember that first round. I shot, you know, whatever it was, one or two under. And Frank Licklider shot ten under, and it's like, oh man, all right. <laughs> was that the he's year? He's been on tour. He's been on tour for a while. This all might right. have been the year. Northern Kentucky guy too, right? Like a uh, Cincinnati area yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And then round two. 10 under par. I'm like, hmm. Yes. So this was the year that uh, this was like, a, I used to work at Golf Week. This was a legendary story when we were at Golf Week. But he, uh, Licklider went on to win, I believe, right? And he wouldn't talk to the press all week. He wouldn't, like my buddies <laughs> were all, glasses on yeah, my big... buddies were all there, like doing the uh, interview, post-round interviews and everything. And Licklider would not talk to anybody in the media the whole week. Just like kept blowing him off, kept blowing him off, kept blowing him off until the final day. And he won. And it was finally like, you know. Yeah, here what, I am. What's what's <laughs> going on? So my buddy, big play Ray, yeah. was like, uh, "Yeah, Frank. So you, you know, you haven't uh, talked to the media all week. Like, what what was that about?" And uh, he goes, "Well, you know, Hogan didn't talk to the press." <laughs> and Dan Jenkins picked it up in his story and said, "Yeah, Hogan never went to Q school either. But that's <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But that Q school will live in my fond memory. I didn't realize that was your uh, yep. your shining moment. Yep. So got through." I mean, everything that was a success. Obviously, just having a full mm-hmm. full card on the Corn Ferry and uh, you know a place to play, and I'm out of the shop. And you the know, guys I, up I in I the New Jersey the, section were probably pumped I too. They were very happy. beating up on them for yeah. a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I showed up to the first assistance event, and you know, I don't think many people knew I was working at, at Trump yet. And then you know, I pull up and I see my buddy Sam Kang, and he's like, "What in the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> Like, well, just took a job up here. He's like, "Well, that sucks. <laughs> Party's over, pal." <laughs> All right, so you're on the uh, you're on the nationwide tour. What's yeah, where, where are you going from there? Teed up at Panama. I think that was my first event. Um, that was pretty cool. Traveling, traveling out of the country, making all the arrangements. It was just. It was where you know traveling for my living and not the tour, but 
you know, all right, we're close. So. Yeah. Panama is a far cry from Fargo. Your, far cry. Your initial yeah. plane <laughs> yeah. ride. Overarching question, I guess. But what did you? What do you think was the difference in breaking through? Was it timing? Was it something different? You changed, or no. or or no difference? No just, difference. You just you just I just got through. Yeah. You know, maybe you know, like I said, just more confidence. Maybe having a a future in golf and in, in the club business. If yeah. this doesn't work out, I think that probably helped. That's interesting. Yeah, so Panama, how'd it go? Yeah, I made my first cut. I I didn't do a whole lot that year. Finished like 92nd on the the money list. Uh, Had to go back to Q Q school. school. Made it to finals, had a full card again. You know, three, two years of that. That second year, another struggle in the mid, you know, mid-70s or so and conditional status. I'm not fully exempt, but I'm conditional. And then the first event is in New Zealand, and this is in 2010, my third year. I was going to say, oh, nine, you had some good, you finished T4 in Panama, third in yep. New Zealand, that yep. event. So, right. And that was back when the Nationwide used to go to Australia and New Zealand for, yep. what, like a month? Like, right. So like what did I finish th- that year? Does it even say? Uh, you finished 65th. 65th. I mean, 93K in 20. So uh, I had two, to be fully exempt then. Yeah. yeah. Just, but yeah. those first few, those first two events were split, split events with the Australasian tour. That's why. And so I was uh, first alternate. I was in in New Zealand, first alternate for Muna in 2010. Missed the cut in New Zealand after having a good finish the year prior. So, yeah, a little bummed. And then I got in Muna on the way there. And then I shoot 62 <laughs> in round one. We got to go back to the caddy. Yeah, who caddy for you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't take – I didn't know if I was getting in. I didn't um, – I think my caddy that I had the first two years, he may have left me. So one of the other assistants, <laughs> he was working at the at Trump as well, Joe Griffin, and uh, he's like, "You can make it on tour or on the nationwide. I'll I'll, I'll leave. You know, I don't want to be a club pro. I'll, I'll go out there. I'll caddy for sure. it." It's like, "All right, yeah, yeah, we'll see." And then so I did, and he did. He quit his job, and then he left. And then we're in Boise, Idaho, two years in my second year, and he's like, "You know what? I think I'm gonna live out here." Met a girl, <laughs> and he moved to Boise. <laughs> Just stopped and yep. stopped the tour. Stopped the caddy, and I think we were like, all right, no problem. Was that the end? Like That was like second to no, last? No, we were like, or? yeah, it was towards the end. It was like, no problem. And, uh, you know, I think I needed to shake things up. Not too far off. Like I said, I think I finished yeah. 65th. So, um, But, yeah, he moved to Boise. It's just crazy how your life changes other people's life. Now he, he got back in the club business, very happy. He was a head pro, and then he got out, and he got married, and he's. I think he's way yeah. more happier all the, most club pros that got out of being a club pro and then they got a nice other job. They're like, yeah, I should have did this, made yeah. this decision <laughs> earlier. But so, yeah, I got a local in New Zealand, real nice guy, Malcolm. And then I go to, uh, um, Muna, just going to get a local again. You know, wasn't, didn't know if I was going to get in. The guys are lined up to see a nice young kid. This will be good. He's probably been around here a bunch, you know, Stephen, Stephen Bright. Um, I remember everyone's name. That's good. <laughs> uh, Steven was a good kid. I figured he was a experienced caddy, been around the game or whatever, and we're walking down the first hole in the practice round. It's like, how long have you been around here, Steven? Well, I've never really caddied before. I know the game a little bit, but I'm unemployed right at the moment. I heard there was some work down here, so I thought I'd come down. So I was finished out the nine holes and i don't know when it was on eight or nine 
you know, I'm, I think I'm just going to give him a hundred dollars and thanks, thank him for the time. And I think I need someone more experienced. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I think this was supposed to happen. So <laughs> didn't say anything. And, you know, I said, all right, we finished up our 18 hole practice on Steve. I'll see you tomorrow. And, you know, we'll just keep going. And then, you know, I had two instructions, you know, carry the bag and keep me distracted. You know, I just talk to me about anything it was movies or whatever, you know, and I'll, I'll get the numbers. I'll do everything else. Just pretty, uh, pretty amazing. When you <laughs> look back, you shot 60, 62 in round one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and under, and he had no idea. That that was... No, I think, I don't think, I think he knew it was good, but I don't think he knew. I mean, he talked to, I'm sure his mates, uh, uh, after the round, I'm sure he was, uh, how'd it go? Yeah. It was really easy. It was great. Yeah. Guy made everything. <laughs> so, yeah, 62, I don't know what the day by day was, but... Uh, 62, 70, 75, 70. Yeah, so... For the W, though. For the W, yeah. yeah beat Chris Kirk in the uh, playoff, and um, that was pretty much the sign that I was going to be on the tour. I mean, I mean, I don't know how these things happen, but, you know, we all have our moments. Every golfer is going to say, I had my chance. You know, and that was my chance in that playoff. I remember one of the rules officials, he's driving me back. He's like, let's go. This is it, you know. Yeah. Don't, don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was funny. I was out with uh, Johnny Thompson the other night, the Callaway. Yeah. And he said, we're talking, and um, he's like, oh, yeah, Hermie, man. Like, I uh, I put him in a, that, like, triangle driver they had. And he was, like, I thought, he was like, I thought this was the dumbest club we'd ever produced. And I gave it to Herman, and he was, he was crushing it. And yep. sure enough, he wins with it. <laughs> the, I'm tour, like, the tour IZ. Yep. Yeah. You know, after that season, did you did you go back to Florida instead of going back to New Jersey? Uh, yeah, we were based out of Florida. Okay. So we, we had had we had gotten married. Oh, okay. Home, okay. And yeah, we had okay. definitely had Florida as our as our home. Even the the summers we were working in uh, in New Jersey. So back to Florida, getting ready for the grind. I'm a what was winner on tour, the tour, man? and then we go to. I think I would have gone to Panama then and okay, after cool. that. and then, But then I had like six different caddies for the start <laughs> of the year. And Carolyn's like, can you just decide on somebody right, right now? I was like, all right. What did the big guy say? What, what did uh, Trump oh, say? Oh, so pleased, obviously. <laughs> so, you know, the time time zones and, you know, so far away, it was uh, pretty cool once I got back at the phone call. And, you know, he always writes you a, a nice note. So I've got plenty of those. And, um, yeah, just – Pretty, pretty good stuff. I mean, the journey, we all have journeys. And then just to be able to like, all right, at the end of the year, we're going to go to the tour championship. And I have a pretty like 95% chance of making, <laughs> making it here. And then I start the time after that win with like you know, six missed cuts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you get, uh, you get a little bit worried, but uh, I played, I don't know. I think I did something Actually, the, crazy like that. The tour right? championship. Yeah. You probably needed to did it, finish did it, high and i yeah. think you finished like t7 it was at daniel island right. in south carolina how many missed cuts did i have after that it was, uh it was see. quite a few just see how your focus <laughs> changes you're like ah so what was well, what was that like did you just on top of well, the world yeah you felt like you i mean could do yeah, nothing wrong right exactly yeah. everything you're gonna do is like just gonna happen oh, i figured it out get figured a new, it out. you can just get a new caddy yeah. this week you're gonna shoot 10 under and you know that season you know you made 15 cuts you missed 10 but definitely a couple rough stretches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're on to the PGA Tour. On to the tour. I mean, with a stop in uh, Australia, go back to Australia that fall for the uh, Australian Masters. I had to play another Australian event to get my win on the Australasian Tour to count 
and then I'd be like in the top five on their money list. So I had a chance to get into other things, which ended up happening. The following year, I lost my card on the tour, but I played the HSBC champions because I was <laughs> second or third on the... It's like the game within the game. Exactly. I mean, it's crazy. So, but yeah, then... then that, Australian that, Jim Herman. Back to Australia uh, for um, the Australian Masters at Victoria Golf Club in the fall of 2010 with the... I don't even think we don't have a. It's still a January start to the tour at this right. time, right? So, I think Sony is your first event. Sony would be my first event. Yeah. Remember anything different about about it? Everything bigger, smaller? You pictured what? What was the feeling? I'd say everything was bigger. Yeah. You know, you're just seeing everybody, and you're like, uh, true rookie. Where am I? Feeling like. How old are you at this point? Thirty-two. Okay, so not right. Yeah, yeah that's about ten years ago. Okay. Yep. What 32 was, so any stars starstruckness at 32 or are you pretty pretty jaded by the industry <laughs> well no i'm i'm awed by everybody i mean it's <laughs> this is like holy cow i'm yeah. here like i none of it still made sense yeah none of it what still was, to this day i don't even know <laughs> what know, was the biggest takeaway from your rookie year this is gonna be a it's like holy cow I gotta hard, get better. yeah and still no coach you know <laughs> So, so who are you like leaning on for, like, advice and stuff? Anybody? It's hard to remember back then who I was on with. But later in my in my journey, uh, you know, guys like Michael Putnam, Justin mm-hmm. Hicks, Steve Wheatcroft, Danny Summerhays, those were my guys I came up with, got out of right. got out of um, the web or got out of uh, Corn Ferry with, so played a lot of practice rounds with them. So we were all kind of new to it, all going through it together. And we all had our own successes along the way. We'd be on, we'd be off, on, off, a couple top tens. One of us would be doing better than the other. And, you know, we're all just trying to beat each other kind of. But it seemed like, I mean, so your first, your 2011 season, two top 25s, 13 made cuts, nine missed cuts, but it seemed like just making yeah. cuts, but not yeah, really not, not making great noise. Finishes, right. Yeah. Uh, we were, I was never good enough short game wise or putting to really stand up over four rounds and over the course of the year. So yeah. that went on for many seasons. So then so then you went back to back Q to school? the back to the Q. I think I would probably would have been in the final stage. I don't I don't think I had to I didn't get through to get my t- tour card back. So uh-huh. I guess I was back onto the right. onto the web. So um and then I had another great year. So Got through key school? No, got, got through. Got through. I had to go back yeah. to the web okay. in 12. Top 25. Oh, okay. Yeah, I topped 25 with no wins, and um, that was a better year overall. Felt like, you know, I had more, uh, a lot more quality finishes. Top Finished 25th on the number. And I was right on the number. I mean, Was so this my, the James Hahn year? Yeah. Yeah, so Man, well, tell I me mean, that story. Just, so, again, pressure. You're just feeling it like this is never going to end. This was this, in where, Texas? This is at McKinney. Yeah. yeah. So my caddy currently, Mike Darby, he's on the bag for Adam Hadwin, and we talk about this all the time because mm-hmm. Adams played really well. He needed a third alone, Adam did, to move into the top 25. And James Hahn was leading going to the fourth round. He didn't. He's not going to win, but he needs a birdie on the last hole to finish T3, and then that would take Adams' money and chop it up a little bit. And then I was – I'm 26 by only, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Right. So you're, you're sitting in the clubhouse. Yeah, sitting in the clubhouse. They're sitting on the putting green. It was Mike and I, we talk about it. He's like, yeah, we're sitting there watching. I didn't see you anywhere. I was like, well, I was in the clubhouse. My wife's huddled up with her girlfriends, you know, and 
and, and Wolfie, just, your agent, is is he's he's crunching all the phone. numbers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. He's he's not there, and he's you know he's on the phone. He's like, "You're fine," you know. He's gonna birdie <laughs> here. Like, so oh, the, the, I'm glad you think I'm fine. The concern is basically like, is he gonna? <laughs> it's a par five. He's not trying to win, right? right? He so, he didn't. He's not gonna win. He can't win so even he, with an eagle. Yeah, and does it, he play it he safe? Know, you're right. He. Yeah. I mean, it's the last hole. All right, I'm just going to hit it up there. Whatever. You make par and you get out of here. Take your fourth. And he's going to be on the tour. He's on the tour. You know, his card's locked up. So it's like, yeah. Just what's, biding time. What's going to happen here? He doesn't know that he's going to decide everything. Right. I mean. So where is it? He hits it up by the green? Perfect drive. Par five. It's like, at least it's a par five finish. I got yeah. a chance. And then he blows it way right. <laughs> and it's like, you know, there, Mike and Adam are definitely feeling good. And. My wife and I, and I think my caddy had left. He was so upset. He, he had left. I think he had found a, a bar down the street. He just yeah. wanted to get away. So then we're like, all right, he needs an up and down. It's not an easy one. Short-sided flop shot, and he flopped it to three feet and made the putt. Like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. So, <laughs> so you knew right then and there. That I mean, that after that flop, and then you're like, well, he can't miss this. He just hit this shot. He can't miss. Right. But you know, but it's could. like it's like three feet. It's not it's not a kick in. Yeah. It's like three feet. And I'm sure it was longer than that. And we just I just want to. I'm telling myself it's three feet, so I think he's gonna make it. So. God, somebody needs to figure out the right way to to kind of story tell that. How often the guys' careers are defined by other guys' other shots? People, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Well, every year at uh, Portland and at Portland yeah. and then at Greensboro. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just it's just brutal. I, I haven't been through it, and there everyone there's. You know, two guys every year, one's in, one's out. Um, that makes it every that, that goes through this every year, and it's it sucks. I feel like you maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but the the difference between you know 125 and 126 is a lot different than the difference between 25 and 26 on the web yes. tour. You finish 26 on the web corn ferry tour. Right. It is like <laughs> all right, man. We're we're on the tour. Again. Play really well yeah. next year, yep. and you finish 126 on the PJ tour. And it's like, well, you'll probably get 12 starts. You yep. probably get you, you, know, can, you might reshuffle up. You yep. might you know. There's all these kind. Yeah. Whereas I think the broadcast kind of paints it as like, wow, this guy's gonna he's gonna be in the bread line if he if he finishes right. 126. Sure. Yeah. He's gonna I be mean, unemployed. Yeah. Like, yeah not finish quite. 126. He made a. You know, eight hundred thousand. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, he's gonna start the year. He's gonna play. Like you said, he's gonna play more than twelve, probably. Right. The way the season is now. So, so before we get to the the real highlights, a couple wins. Uh, about this time, Trump is probably starting to uh, become much more of a uh, serious contender. Uh, would that Would that uh, be right? Or is this pr still pretty still far 12, before that? Thirteen. Okay. I mean, so in twelve, he um, he did. Think about running. Yeah. Yeah. So and then, he, then he all? backed Romney. No, no, not. I mean, there was just the talk. He was never going to run. Right. He's going to talk about it. And then, you know, he won't. When it's time, when it time comes, he has to commit. He won't run. And then when it, in 16, we thought the same thing. Yeah. Or in 15 or 14, whenever that, uh, that he's like, no, I'm doing was. it. Yeah. And then he did it. And then we're like, all right. So what, as someone who just asked you about it, what's it like to be asked about it all the time? Um, I'm not, uh, I don't shy away from it. I know that. I, I'll take any of the questions. It's mostly 95% has always been positive, mm -hmm. uh, positive questions. Um, so it's not hard to talk about positive things and people want to know about it and are supportive of him. So there's the occasional person that is not uh, a Trump fan and they want to voice their displeasure and sure. you just take it and you just let it go and 
everyone's allowed to have their own opinion on on him and and every issue. So seems like your um, your relationship's not tied to politics. Not, it's not. That yeah. was I was an employee of his. Uh, he treated treated me wonderfully. I was very proud to carry his logo, his club logo. That was an employee of and uh, his crest. And uh, there were a lot of good members, a lot of good uh, coworkers that uh, that which that means you know, a little bit more than just, just Trump. Yeah. It's, it's the employees, it's the members and things like that. So. With uh, the place the world is at right now, I guess, is the easiest way to say it. Do you feel pressure to be more politicized one way or the other? Or is it easier to run for the hills when someone tries to bring it up? Like I said, I won't avoid the question. Yeah. It comes up in press conferences or whatever. So, you know, we talk about it and then it kind of goes away. So yeah. Is I it mean, frustrating that people seem to... Stop go right there. to it. Yeah, yeah. kind of go right to no. it. And it's, it's like the, you know. Like you said, you were, you know, he's the Trump guy. You know, Wolfie gets very upset with that. You know, he's like, there's more, you know. Let's, yeah, Let's totally. get into it. There's more here. So he hates when it's, you know, the uh, on the broadcast, they get your three three bio clips and they just run with that. Well, so, so, so to that end, you've had success now. You have, yeah. like, multiple-time winner. It, if, right. if it was any kind of hassle, you could do away with the logo. Yeah. So why do you keep it? Or what, um, why, like I said, it's you know more. I mean? It's more than just Trump. It's yeah. it's that association, and uh, you know, uh, with the, the with the club. Yeah, you know, it's it's more than just Trump. It's Trump Bedminster, and uh, very proud of my time there, and uh, and very um, thankful for his support. He he strikes me as a. Correct me if I'm wrong, of course, but he strikes me as a big first impressions guy, and 100%. I I always wonder if you. Like I've been wondering yeah. that since we had dinner. If you playing well on literally the first time you played with him, if that how big of an impact that had on your career? It, you are dead one hundred percent accurate <laughs> on that. So yeah, if it would have been a bad day or an average day, you'd have just been like, oh, it's my yeah, it's another guy, another guy, right? Yeah. Exactly. But I played very well, and you know, it, it's a some things are just come down to that that one time. And, yeah, you know, that's unbelievable. So going back. You played the tour, twenty thirteen, finished one thirty ninth. Yeah, getting closer. It's like all right. Uh, Had a really you know. good stretch from like Memphis through the end of July there. Then mm-hmm. so okay, so then then I'm assuming you went back to Key School. Yeah, I must have so. got through there. Okay, not as much success in twenty fourteen. I think we had um, web finals. Web finals started then. Okay. then, so that was a nice change. It made it uh, easier. God, I don't have to go back to Key School if I, <laughs> I got another chance here. Yeah, I mean, it made it easier for guys that were out here and uh, to to keep their cards. Go back, do those four tournaments. You're used to the, you know, that grind. Sure. You know, and, and then and then 2014, probably one of the tougher years of your career. It seems like you finished 182nd, 11 made cuts, but really nothing. No, yeah, no top nothing. 25s. Just uh, like an, I think that was probably it. That was when we were like, well, I need a coach. You know, I need mm-hmm. help. I'm good enough to get around the uh, cuts and top 25s, but I'm not, I can't get any better than that. So you mentioned short game and stuff. Was that what it was specifically? You think? Yeah, I think I was always good enough ball striking. If we looked at my ball striking numbers, um, if we had them back then, uh, they were okay. You know, they were tour average, but I was definitely below on short game mm-hmm. and putting. So I was, it was always an uphill battle. So, does that, that seem like more of a thing you can't fix on your own than, than the full swing? Uh, I think that. I think there's some things with your swing, but when you feel like you're in a groove with your swing, 
you know, you don't want to do a lot of changing with that. Yeah. Tweaks, yes. Maybe some setup issues, but yeah, I think uh, short game. You're always there's some technique and confidence. You know what? What can you get for you? You need the technique to fix your confidence. So. Do you remember technique stuff you were working on? Yeah. What What was it? Well, was we were very simple. There's a lot things. of sickos that listen to this podcast. Yeah. I like to get really, really well, hyper specific. Like, God, why didn't you ask him about like what specifically? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, with my coach, so I met Bill and Mickey. He's like, all right, I got the right guy for you uh bill davis he's at jupiter hills country club got his number you call him up and he's known as a short game wizard and uh he played the tour back in i don't even know when if he's listening he's going to be disappointed but um he was teammates with uh gary coke at florida and mm-hmm. played the tour for a quick cup of coffee yes I say that, and he's like, "Ah, that's bullshit." I was there longer. <laughs> like, how long were you? How many events did you play, Bill? <laughs> and it was very some very simple things that we were just trying to fix. I was just moving, you know, moving when I shouldn't shouldn't have been, yeah, and not moving when I should have been. So moving on chips and not moving on pitches and moving on putts, sure. like moving your head. You know, it's just just basics that I didn't have. You know, just someone there to hold your hat. You know. Mm-hmm. Hold you, you know, don't look. Right. You know, just little things. Like simple stuff, but not simple, easy. Not yeah. easy, but yeah. it just, and then just some repetitions with that and, you know, and hitting chips with a club leaning against your leg. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> like, what am I doing here? Right. Bill? Like, what are you, what are you, but exactly, probably about? the stuff you're not going to think exactly. to do on your own, right? Exactly. So, you know, just a little chipping guard, you know, just something up your sleeve, not keeping you from breakdown, you know, just doing some drills. So, drills and, Things where I can get better with practice. When I would practice, it was, all right, I'm going to go hit balls. Yeah. And there's the putting green, and I'm going to go hit some putts, and then I'm going to go play. Right. And it was like balls, a couple putts, and then I go play. Yeah. You know? It was never specific. Never like, what are specific. we trying to get better at exactly. right now? Exactly. Yeah. So there was no nothing specific, and um, that was – he gave me a plan, gave me drills to work on on my own, drills we worked on together. And I had a, a path to get better. You know, I was good enough to make the tour through a long trial and tribulations and the grind, but I wasn't, you know, good enough to contend right. when top 25s consistently, cuts can just cuts consistently. So that helped. And then seemed like it paid off. 20, yeah, let's, let's 2015. 2015, was, I think, would have been our first year. Um, full year together i think we started working late in the fall of 14 and um like you had a good you had a good fall in 14 and then yeah t7 at honda t4 yeah. at new orleans at new and then orleans. you made the you made the barclays made deutsche bank right i mean just you're like wow and <laughs> made over a million where bucks was, where, was this? Yeah. where was yeah. this i mean i didn't know i could i didn't know i had he was very good with the the, the mind as well and he's like you're visually enhanced you're really good you're you know always talk me up and that you need that mm-hmm. you need that because in golf you kill yourself so much you, you're down on yourself and mm-hmm. down on yourself where is your home course is it down in jupiter during this time is it so i'm in palm city i played the floridian okay um right there and um when did you make the transition over there from pj village there um, when we moved to our current home, it was about nine years ago, eight years ago. Okay. Started going out there more. Um, and when are your kids born? 
in this whole yep. time frame because that's that's always something that like people don't really think about yep. but that's that's additional pressure sure it's a different you know yeah so my daughter was born the fall of 09 and then i won in january of 10 so there you go <laughs> you do that right <laughs> well so speaking of which we're, gotta, we're well over yeah, an hour yeah, into, into this yeah. pod but let's let's get into the uh winning on the big tour 2015 set, set the scene get so, off to a pretty good start that year yeah 15 was good that was that was really important because wolfie always thinks about money and um <laughs> which he's your agent we should right, we should right. bam a bearcat on the bam on the refuge bearcat. also cincinnati uh xavier Cincy. yeah saint, uh, saint x yeah, yeah saint, saint x. x and uh so when I got my card locked up for 16, uh, he's like, well, the good thing is you got your card locked up. Another good thing is you just qualify for the pension, assuming you play 15 events next year. Yeah. So that was huge. You know, going to be in my fifth year, fifth full year on the tour in 2016. And, uh, you know, just little things. I didn't have a whole lot of money in that pension at the time, but it's just something. Yeah. You know, a nice accomplishment. You know, five years, going to be five years, going into my fifth year on the tour. They weren't all great years, but five years still. And I don't know what happened in 16, you know. You, the, the, the results leading in don't really Yeah, I mean, you to, get a decent, uh, good fall. And then, yeah, a couple missed cuts on the Florida swing. Cut yeah. uh, Honda, cut at Valspar, T, T63 at API. And then that must have been. And then you. <laughs> it looks like you, you took, figured it out that week. You took a week off, and then you went to Houston. My wife told me, "Don't do anything crazy when I'm not ready to go to Augusta." She said that. <laughs> I mean, literally said that when I left. I you mean, you specifically remember yeah, her saying that she, before that specific event. Yep. It really hasn't ever said that <laughs> before, or she said that. So talk me through the week. What? How did it? Uh, how do you remember it? What? What sticks out in your mind? Um, played pretty solid. Um, but even on we had a Saturday finish on the nine hole on the. Uh, I remember that on yeah. the. Um, had to finish the second round on Saturday. Second round, and you know how we are at this at this point. Winning is as far from in my head as possible. I'm thinking about making the cut. I had uh, a difficult shot on the sixth hole. This is a golf club in Houston. Golf club in Houston. Out of the rough. Wind was howling in the evening, or was up in the evening. It was nice, calm, and we had some very calm conditions Saturday morning and made uh, a couple birdies coming in on 7 and 8 and got into it a good spot. I think I was pretty far into the lead now. I'm top 10, but as golfers are, we always think worst case. All right, if I can just get in, I I can make a couple bogeys and still make the cut. So, I mean, I could have easily bogeyed six, seven, and you know, been in tie for fiftieth. And uh, of all your your appearances, was that one of the first leads? Like you'd all you'd kind of sniffed around a little bit. Yeah. You had solid tournaments, but but not really. Yeah, Honda front. Honda was was good. I kind of. That was a 36-hole finish, so there was no sleeping on in between Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a Monday finish, and I think New Orleans might have been the same thing. That was a no repair. Really? So maybe I'm good at those no <laughs> repair. Things. I've always kind of thought that, like when they when you got to play more than 18 holes in a day, I was like, man, that favors the guys who who have yeah. a hot hand. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I was never really in in contention true contention mm-hmm. having to sleep at the lead or be near it on going off in a late late saturday late sunday tea time so that was that was nice to get in the get into that mix i played really well on saturday uh, made a great up and down i i, 
I was near the lead. I knew I needed to make a par on 18. Obviously, a hard hard hole. I made a really good up and down on 18 to uh, stay in the final group and um, play with Jamie Lovemark. And I think that definitely helped me not having uh, one of the heavy hitters. which Of which there were many chasing. So yeah, you, who were some of those guys? Hendrick Stenson was a group ahead. Dustin Johnson ahead of him. Jordan Spieth, you know, Ricky Fowler were all right in the mix up there ahead <laughs> of us. And, you know, there's going to be someone going low in the morning, and that was happening. And But it was it was nice just having that pairing where it was just us. I think at one point there were – you know, four people watching <laughs> on the fifth hole. Fifth, final round. The fourth final green. group. Which is, yeah. again, why I think you're going to win the players this week. But that's. <laughs> I mean, there was, like, nobody watching. They were all ahead of us. And they're like, oh, the leaders are behind. And it was like, it was on that par four or the par five fourth green. There was nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> they had all left. And then we go back to the, the tee on five, and there was, like, nobody there. And it was like, we are in the final group. And Jamie's like, yeah, I think so. But. <laughs> Are are we really? Yeah. So that was just uh, that was nice. I made a terrible, uh, terrible swing on five. Uh, put it in the hazard. Um, the hazard to the right. You obviously see the hazard on the left is the daunting hazard, and uh, didn't hit it there. But uh, made a great, great bogey, and that really that made a, about an eight footer for a bogey, and uh, that that definitely helped. I think I was in the lead. Stayed. You know, you never want to make a double. Uh, hit some good shots coming into the into the turn and around the turn and um, made a good birdie on on eleven one of the hardest holes before mm-hmm. you know the last couple eleven's a difficult hole and at that point are you trying to trying to hit fairways and greens and see what happens yeah. and just hang on for dear life or you are you, are you are you going at it and no, say hey this is my shot it's it's your shot but you just want to I it still starts with that fairway and all right especially at that course too yeah, yeah. got to I mean. As long as you're not in the hazard, you're pretty much in the fairway, mm-hmm. you know. But if there's something better, um, you feel better about yourself when you do pipe it versus or you have a good lie in the rough, yeah. you know, still feel so what, better. What was the situation on 18T when you got there? Well, I chipped in on 16 to get the lead. Right. And that was, you know, you go back to the coaching and you know, <laughs> of all the things that are going to get yeah. me get me my win, I ended up pitch, chipping in and it's like, all right. <laughs> That was a good right, decision. Okay, go. all right. Okay. Like, this is payback for, all, <laughs> right. for those five years in a row. Yep. Second stage. Make a some good swings on seventeen. Had to make a about a five footer for par. Make it and all right. Here we go. Last hole. You know, I got the lead. Up by one. Up, up by two. Up by one. Yeah. Stenson's in front of me, and he's still on the tee. I was like, oh crap. Oh so, gosh, you got like a fifteen minute wait. Yeah. So <laughs> now we're just gonna stand there and stand there and stand there. What do you talk about in a moment like that? Uh, you don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> like the pitcher throwing a perfect game. Just you're trying. You're, yeah, your caddy Matt was like, oh, you know, just bringing up some little humor. <laughs> Pretty but, windy. You know, yeah, looking at the book. Yeah. You know, put it in a way. <laughs> going to the chapstick. Looking away. <laughs> trying not to make eye contact with the TV camera. I mean. So. Crossing your arms. Now what? You know, you think everyone's watching you. It's not even running, I'm sure. You know, <laughs> But you think it is. Yeah. And you're like, don't pick your nose. Were, like, were the groups building up throughout, um, the, like like after you chipped in on 16? Yeah. Did you notice no, a big influx? Or? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then, you know, all the people were gathering there, obviously. And yeah. Yeah, so had to step up. Um, Henrik hit the fairway. Uh, he hit his approach shot. They didn't go super crazy. We knew he hit the green. We did, couldn't tell if he had, you know, 10 feet or 20 feet, but you know, we knew we needed a par at least. Mm-hmm. You know, there was 
Parr was going to, you know, either get a playoff, playoff or, win, or, yeah. or win. So, um, no, no hesitation about driver. Um, I love my driver. So, we were going down with that, if if anything. And What's just, your uh, – do you have a miss with the driver, right or left? When I'm swinging well, I usually don't miss it left. Which is good for that. Yeah. Good for that hole. Yeah. Okay. So, that – I was swinging pretty well. Yeah. I had just piped it on 17, so I was aiming left of the bunker. And I, I watched the replay, and it, when you do watch the replay, it does look like the camera's kind of going low and left, like – I'm sure if my friends <laughs> were watching it, they're like, "Did he just hook it in the water?" <laughs> but then it's just like lands, and it's just rolling out longest drive of the day. And did your wife fly in too, or was she? She did not. So she's watching on TV too. Yeah. Okay. So she's got all the neighbors. <laughs> neighbors are in the in the house. Yeah. My, I don't know which one, my son or daughter. There is my daughter. She's, you know, running around and can't sit still and. Her father-in-law's there. He's in the office yelling at everybody to shut up, <laughs> drinking a scotch, and <laughs> trying to will me into the finish line here. So th- th- I'm sure if we had her on, she'd tell a different story of what was going on there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so she did not fly in. I told no agent, no nothing. Wolfie did not come, and no need for anyone. Let's get this done, and we'll party next week. Yeah. And, <laughs> so I had a perfect drive. Uh, Henrik missed. I needed par to win, you know quoting tin cup in the middle of the fairway with my first tour event on the line and par wins it. You know? <laughs> Got my Romeo right there with me and come on, Roy. So I hit a nine iron. It was, you know, like high one seventies. We're hitting nine iron. He's like, amped. Amped. exactly. Yeah. And we could not go long. Um, you know, put it in the front front third of that green, and it almost got into the into the proper portion, but it just trickled back, and then I just had two putts to win, and I mean, whew. <laughs> man, what's the feeling? Is it is it hands tingling? Is it is it? Yeah, you just you just like no yeah. legs or like what? Well, what? No, it, it's your your arms are yeah. Just gotta. <laughs> I gripped it a little tighter. Oh, so nervous on that thing. Uh, and I was so glad it was, I think it was like two feet. You know, I was like, all right, I, I'm going to make this. I was very confident after I lagged it down there. Yeah. Um, you know, two feet can seem like 20 feet, but my caddy, uh, Matt, he had uh, helped me with a bunch of a bunch of lines. And, you know, it's hard to get too much information on a two-footer. Yeah. But it, you looked at I'm it sure. every <laughs> You look at it, I was like, no, I got it. Let's go. I'm going to knock this in and. Here we go. Knocked it in, and then it was party time. <laughs> Straight to Augusta. Yeah. Well, next morning, we uh, declined the uh, private charter. Didn't have. I, I just won over a million dollars, but I wasn't ready to spend like fifty grand before <laughs> you know to go fly to Palm Beach, get my uh, wife and kids, and then fly to Augusta. Right. You don't. Well, you can do that. You know, for it's gonna be like fifty grand, or you know, do <laughs> you don't want to be like the poster child in that next exactly. ESPN thirty for thirty right. broke. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I got on the phone like two hours later. My wife was like, "Well, why don't you get in the car and drive up, and I'll meet you there." Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. Well, so I remember Wolfie car. saying like he got a call from mm-hmm. people at Augusta, really even yeah. before the final right putt before went in. Right. They called him um, when I was on eighteen with the lead, just verifying. The number and all that. So, all right. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. We'll be in touch. And then I put it out, and then the call, they, they called him right away. And 
well, we were very happy to invite Jim to uh, Augusta National next week. Would you like to accept for him? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> so he had a long list of... And so-and-so is going to call you yeah, and arrange transportation. Right. Yeah, pretty, pretty So-and-so cool. is going to so, call you to arrange lodging. Yeah. And then he agreed to two houses because he knew we were going to have quite the group come down from Ohio. So that was amazing. And then during the press conference, that was nice. I got a press conference for winning the week before. Yeah. Uh, I asked him if I could withdraw and they would invite me back next year <laughs> gladly would take that just to, I <laughs> defer, just, just defer to your some sleep just to yeah. defer i'm gonna I, go I backpack around europe for a year i will <laughs> gladly come back next year but no that's probably a bad, like that's that. a bad bet you know because you can qualify on your own you yeah know, sure like, yeah so. bet on yourself but isn't that the lesson of the whole story here exactly yeah exactly so you flew you flew well, there and you flew, flew to Atlanta on Monday. Wolfie met me in Atlanta and he drove over and he was so excited about that the fact that we're driving to Augusta and he's in the in his car looking back at I'm sitting in the back seat, my caddy's in the front seat, and he's looking back at me the whole time. And Matt's like, I think I'm gonna drive. I, <laughs> I think I'd really like us to get to Augusta before you wreck this thing on I twenty, whatever that is, going from Atlanta. Yeah. So he got in and then then Wolfie just kept going and going and going. He just and then two, so Tuesday, Tuesday you played practice round. You had, yep, you hadn't been there before. Uh, had been I, there before? I had been there. Uh, Wolfie and I had played there earlier in uh, the November prior, and maybe there's a little foreshadowing, but uh, we had a great time. Invited guests, and um, we were guests of a great member, and um, we had a great time. And uh, obviously, it's a little different in November than it is in April. So. Right. How was it, a week? What did, what did it, it was just a blur. Just a blur. Yep. Yeah. A lot of interviews and then on the range and trying to get some work done and you know, getting praise from your peers that you don't even think know your name and you're like, Wow. I just I finally made it. Well, so we're uh, we're deep 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 into this podcast here. <laughs> we're pushing an hour and a half. Yeah. So I don't wanna I don't wanna keep you too long during uh you know, the players championship week, you're very nice to come over here, but what's last question for me, John, I don't know what else you have, but what's, uh, you know, what's the, what's the moral of the story here? Well, <laughs> never to give up obviously, and have some friends that have some money obviously <laughs> to help okay. you uh, pay for a few things when you're trying to make it, Yeah, but never give up. I mean, I, I didn't know where I thought my golf career was almost over in terms of comp really competing and uh, contending. And last year I was coming off a of medical. I had a, a couple foot problems, and uh, it was a long, long year. My medical was up playing John Deere and going to the Barbizol and just as a past champion. And I thought that was going to be my future, which was going to be fine. Uh, yeah. If you would have told me in 07, you just got through, <laughs> right. when you got through Q school, all right, in 2020 – or in 2019, you're going to, you know, you're going to have won one time on the tour, you know, played seven, eight years. Would you take that? Right. I mean, sign me up. <laughs> I mean, 100%. So, yeah. um, and then just to go to Barbizol and, uh, you know, have the best week putting of my life. It, I drove it well. <laughs> Iron game was well, but I putted so well. Um 26 under i don't know i don't know how that Jeez. even happened so that, uh never to give up I, I mean and then you know you gotta i haven't had a great year this year but you know you're never as bad as you think you you might think you are <laughs> so did you feel validated in 
2017 after you you know it seemed like 2016 you won but then you yeah i had a really you, good you, year. you finished top 25 and all th- in three of the the fedex cup events yeah. and then 2017 you finished 91st like good yeah. year there you felt like all yeah. right cool like this yeah. is for real no yeah you you do you win and then you're you know you do validate and then it's just the injuries after that were you know just was it struggling a, a brand new injury or was it something you no, dealt with prior? It, it was new it was new just a foot problem toe issue and then just nagging uh plantar fascia that's yeah. still a problem yeah. so um now those years after were really nice to to definitely validate for sure was the barbasol the hottest you've ever been with your putter <laughs> Oh, that was 200 was degrees, oh, wasn't like it? Like 98% yeah, humidity, it looked like, yeah. too. Yeah. It was you and uh, Kelly Craft, right, yep. in the playoff? Yep. It was, um, yeah, there was, I, I, I'd never putted like that. I mean, does the hole look like a, look like a basketball No, everything, hoop, it's, it's, there is a zone you get in. And, yeah. you know, you have to somehow tap into that, and I don't know how to do it all the time. And I guess I'd, if I could, and. I'm gonna start like I'm gonna start looking out for you after you've missed like six exactly. cuts in a row yeah, and a, then six cuts and then play with Trump. Okay, <laughs> now, now we're good. That's what I don't look out know, for. Who knows what's gonna happen the rest of the the players championship? Yeah, what do you do? I don't know if things are gonna get wiped out if you guys will finish the event. Yeah, but uh, well, listen, we just hope. you got hopefully you got some good vibes going uh, after after recounting the tale here. Yep. So so going back to Trump. So you win in 2016. He gets elected 2016. You Must go to the White been. House after you yeah, go to the inauguration. He's been, you go to the White House. He's been yeah. so good to me and yeah. my family. We, we we were invited to the inauguration. We went one hundred percent. And uh, later that year, after the inauguration, we were invited to the uh, White House. What's that like? That was surreal. <laughs> I mean, just waiting in the Oval Office, and you you can hear the president in the other room talking to the vice president. He's where's my pro? Where's my pro? <laughs> like, like, is this really happening? Like. So, and then he comes out, and then we're getting some photos, and he's like, can you believe we're here? <laughs> I was like, no, I cannot, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, which, you know, looking at it, have you have you played with him lately? Because you've missed three cuts in a row. I know. I played with him. Uh, <laughs> Seems like he's got the, a lot of shit going on right yeah, now. Yeah, a little busy. Um, I play with him uh, at Christmas time. So. Okay. Yep. That might count. That might count. It's close right. enough. Yeah, yeah, it's within the last three months, and yeah, you've. Three cuts in a row, but you're. You play I was playing pretty well, well at, today. Yeah. At um, Honda and um, and Arnold Palmer, I missed both cuts by a shot, just some sloppy shots, but it was hard. You know, those greens were were very firm, and um, what can you do? You got to stay positive. Is it weird coming to Sawgrass and this being easier than it is? The previous few it weeks? is. I, I haven't played here in um, in March. So I've mm-hmm. only played I've only played the players in May. Right. So this is new new experience. So the practice rounds were definitely weird. It's more drivers. I mean, there's no irons off anything. I mean, even a hole like four, you know, I, I think I hit an iron there in the past. But yeah, the fairways. I mean, it's crazy soft today. It's driver every hole. Yeah. <laughs> what hole gives you the most problems out here, Sargrass? Um, just doesn't some reason out. number number six. I've bogeyed quite a quite a bit and I felt like I hit I hit a perfect three wood today and I uh hit a perfect wedge and it just came up I guess one yard short and just spun off and uh that green's really hard up to and judge down. I feel yeah. like it's always a tree over yeah you yeah. got just it, there's if, yeah it feels like a very small area fairway where you have awkward. a super comfortable shot I think you got to hit five six and seven those yeah. those three par fours are you know that that'll tell you which where your front nine is going to be right and uh on the back I guess 
14 and 15, those two are, you know, just in terms of par fours, you know, yeah. get away from you quickly. Yeah. yeah. The last question I have, you guys play a lot of recreational golf. Yeah. During the, you and, I do. Yeah, you do. So talk me through that. What's your, what's your, I like, what are your favorite places to play? What's your plan for that? How do you yeah, arrange I've been that? a big fan yeah. of golf, um, obviously. And then Wolfie's helped me, you know, open my eyes to, uh, you know, I grew up in Cincinnati. We have a lot of great courses, you know, didn't grow up playing Camargo, but mm-hmm. now looking back, I'm like, man, I wish I could have been out there a little bit more, but, uh, yeah, we, we like to do trips. So we like to go out. I mean, he just got back from Australia. I mean, I don't know. 22 rounds of golf or maybe even <laughs> more. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't like to just check things off. I like to go be with the people, people I can go with. I don't know why Wolfie's in that group. <laughs> got a trip to Sand Hills this summer, I think, uh, is the next one. So my family, we stayed with in uh, Omaha during the Omaha tournament on the on the web in Corn Ferry. They've got a connection to Sand Hills, so we're going to go see them the week before John Deere. And my wife and kids are going to stay in Omaha with his wife, and we're going to go up to Sand Hills for two days. I think Sand Hills seems like your your kind of tempo. Yeah. I played there for the first time last year; it was mm-hmm. fantastic. Cowboy so, on the porch, uh huh, flipping burgers. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. So. Um, yeah, so I've been very fortunate to play um, quite a few. What's your tops? I like playing Marion and um, Pine Valley. Just those two courses. When we go up in the summer, I can count on it every year, it seems like. It's hard to – I mean, that's a bold statement, but it's like I know enough people there right. that now that I look forward to that. We spend the summer, June and July, in Philly, and I really look forward to going back there. Although Marion did do their renovation, and I thought it was a little too green. Mm. Well, I've talked was, to DJ's good friend, Gil. Yeah. <laughs> it was too good. Well, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. Like, everything was perfect. The really? fairways were perfect. Yeah. The tees were perfect. The bunkers were perfect. I was like, this is not, this not doesn't Marianne. feel like Marion. <laughs> so, and then you go to Pine Valley, and it's like rustic. Scruffy. Yeah, scruffy. Yeah. So, uh, I lied. Uh, that's yeah. that's some of the best 36 holes you can play. I, I lied. Last question. Skyline, what do you order? Oh, yeah. Well, small five-way and okay. two, two uh, cheese conies. Okay. I'm a four-way and two cheese counties, so we're, what, no, we're not What far don't off. you like? The onions? I don't like the beans yeah, on it. It's just there's enough going on with the, <laughs> between the, <laughs> with the, the pasta and the chili and the onions uh, and the cheese. Small five. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Hermie, thank you, man. Good time. Yeah, thank thanks you. for doing it. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's better than most. How about in? That is better than most. Better than most! 